Um, so I was wondering, is there any foods that you eat abnormally? That I eat? No. You eat everything just like you take a bite. There's nothing that you like eat a very specific way or like tendencies you have with your food that are weird? Um, I mean, in general, I would say I like most of my food like separated. I don't okay, like it okay. Together. Uh, I don't think I have any weird. T- I know you have weird tendencies. Yeah. Well, that's why I was, th- I was like, do other people do these things? I'm, sh- I mean, I don't know to your extent, but like, I'm <laughs> sure, I'm sure there are. Like, for example, How like, Taryn eat only eats the inside <laughs> of her In N Out burger. She makes like she makes she makes like a crescent U out of it and then eats the crust. And then I split the crust and I eat one long string at a time. <laughs> I will say I understand when people look at me and go, What is that? Because 100%. it looks very strange. I like the crispy part of the bun. No, yeah. I, so like, I I'm aware of end. that. But yeah, I it's just it's and not then, normal. So how do you eat a Reese's? I just eat it. There's no Really? Method to eating. I eat the outside, then I peel the top and bottom off, and I eat those, then I roll it in a ball, and then I eat that. (laughs) How old are you? (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Ouch! This is why she works with children. (laughs) Ouch! (laughs) Rolls her Reese's into a ball and eats it. (laughs) Let me be me! Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Unsolicited Advice. That is Taryn. I am Ashley. And uh, super pumped for today's episode. This is our, is this our 51st? Is that what we were told? Wow. What did we grow up? Did we even talk about last episode being our 50th? We talked about it like, happy 50th, Taryn. You know what? I'm really proud of us. We've come a long way. That's intense. I can't believe we've been here for 51 episodes. That's a big deal. We're coming up on a year. That's so crazy. Which is uh, like... It feels like we just started, but at the same time, yeah. I feel like I've been doing this my whole life. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I definitely, it feels different, like, record days. Yeah, definitely. Because we used to be, like, kind of nervous, like, getting our stories together. Yeah. And, like, like, don't talk to me about your story. Like, you have to do yeah, it. Like, it we were very, very, like, don't tell me a thing about your yeah. story. And I think I was the one that was mostly like yes. that. Oh but my I gosh. chilled out a lot more. Yeah, if her paper was laying around and I was like, hey, what's this? She'd be like, don't look at it. <laughs> but it was, yeah, it just feels like recording days are, like, so chill now. It's like, you got your stuff together. You do. Okay, like, let's okay, go. Okay, cool. Let's grab coffee. Yeah. We're on our it's way. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it's I been like great. It. We've grown up a lot. It's been, it's been, it's been so much fun. And remember when we first came in, um... Like we were all nervous, and then Andrew told us that Mark never laughs. Yes, when we first met. So I was like, okay, like there's this mysterious guy who's not going to think I'm funny, which is my literal worst nightmare is for someone to be like, you're not funny. <laughs> so then we were like trying to make him laugh the whole time, and that was like literally my goal. It still is every episode. Uh huh. And now we're just like we literally just sat in there talking with yeah. him forever. About- Remember when he laughed, and then we were like, ah. Yeah, remember Bonded. when I was like, Ashley, is he laughing? <laughs> <laughs> so weird. It's so good. We're uh, like, we've just come such a long way. Um, I ha- we, had a, we had a moment <laughs> that I would like Taryn to elaborate on. Oh. Uh, we were on our way here, and the car in front of me, I was like, Taryn, look, the car has, if you guys might remember this if you're older, but it was the Wiener Schnitzel hot dog. <laughs> 
hanging onto the antenna. And I was like, Taryn, do you remember in like, when was it? Like middle school it was, or high school? I feel like I was early high school. So you were probably like. Yeah, like the Wiener Schnitzel yeah. was on a, like a lot of vans. It's the, like a the lot little, of vans. he's. Because it was the whole, like, their whole promo at that time was, like, hit the, like, little wiener guy was escaping. Yeah. So, like, Running there was from all being a, eaten. on the car antenna, like, he's, like, hanging on he's to hanging it because he's just the trying antenna. to get out. Yeah. So, I look at Taryn and I was like, oh, my God, do you remember those? And she goes, yeah. I got into a really weird <laughs> wiener schnitzel phase at one point. I and did. I was like, excuse I me, what? Please elaborate. So, I wanted her to say more. <laughs> Um, but I didn't want to talk about it in the car. That so, must have been yeah. one of those. Can you explain to me what a wiener schnitzel, weird wiener schnitzel phase is? I feel like I'm the type of person, like I go through phases a lot through life. Like, okay. like where I'll be like really, in, like I was really into wiener schnitzel and like ordering specific things. And then like, once I'm invested in something, I'm like fully invested. So then mm. it was like those things were on car antennas and I was like, yes sign me up and I was just like but then it became more than just like a thing it was like a movement I was all about it and then there's like times where I'm like and then like I'm really into Del Taco and I'll be like all about that for a while well I'm always into Del Taco but yeah I get really I feel like you should know this I'm very like I get invested fast and I'm like, let's do everything. You want me to dress up? You want me to show up like yeah, yeah every yeah. day there? Yeah, yeah, that's funny. But yeah, I definitely went, I had one of those. I don't in think car. I ever went through a, well, no, I went through a hard bagel phase. You were obsessed with bagels? Every morning with strawberry cream cheese. Just plain bagel? Just a strawberry plain bagel with strawberry Ooh. cream cheese. And then one day I graduated high school. And um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say like you in graduated life. in bagel. <laughs> no. And uh, I started like going to Starbucks before work every morning. Yeah. And then I found the Asiago bagel with Ooh, cream that's cheese. That's the cheese one? Yeah. Ooh. I love Zang. that everything bagel, but I hate what it does to your teeth. <laughs> yeah. You have to be careful with that. That's not a good like date food. Yeah. yeah. And then the older I got, the, the less I can eat bagels. <laughs> You just had a bagel, though. I know. For a I free had, meal. Guys, I had, I've been doing this where I like let myself have like a splurge meal every single week for a while now. And yesterday, I literally, like, I went, I went out. Um, it was my one of my friend's birthdays. I was eating strictly only the inside of the tacos so that I could have <laughs> my splurge meal on Sunday because I wanted that whole week all I wanted was a breakfast sandwich like a breakfast so I remember I w- we went out on Saturday and we had this beautiful like meal it was all like this it was at this Mexican restaurant called Toca Madera in Hollywood and it was be- it was such a great restaurant it was so good um but <laughs> I was the girl that wasn't eating the tortillas yeah and I was like, I don't care because I'm having my breakfast sandwich yeah. tomorrow. So me, Terry, and her brother and her sister-in-law all went to breakfast that morning. I got a breakfast sandwich mm-hmm. on like sourdough, bread, egg, bacon, cheese. Then I got a side of hash browns with ketchup. And then I got a plain bagel with cream cheese. And I ate it all. Oh, she was like into it. Thrived. And the waiter... <laughs> He like walked over and was like, I have a side of hash browns. I was like, here. He was like, I have a breakfast sandwich. I was like, here. He was like, and the plain bagel. I was like, right here, my man. Like, just put it down. Not even like, she wasn't even like slightly embarrassed. It was just like pride. Like every item she's like, mine, mine, mine. mine." Yeah. It was a great moment. But uh, 
that was yesterday. Today's Monday. We're bouncing back today. Yeah, bouncing back. <laughs> We're just hydrating. Bouncing back <laughs> from that water. bagel. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so enough good. about <laughs> food. My epic cheat meal. Yeah. Um, have you been, Taryn? I've been really good. Um, I thought we we haven't really talked about um, Kobe Bryant passing. I feel no. like since it happened, um, the, the celebration of life was today. Yes, and I haven't been able to watch the whole thing just because I was like kind of like in work mode and going back and forth and I knew like I would be really sad and I was like I need a mo like I want to be able to like sit and enjoy it yeah but I did hear parts of it and it was such a beautiful it really was like a celebration like you could like the vibe was just like everyone was so just reflective on his life and stuff and um I thought that was just like amazing yeah I love that like I love that he still has such a big impact you know what I mean yeah, um, I watched most of it, and I just there is something about live television mm-hmm. that is it just gives you it gives you chills. It's like, I mean, I mean, it has to do with like anything news related, but like the bigger events in the news, like watching it live and knowing that most of the nation is all watching yeah. this at the same time. It's very like, uh, kind of like it was very solemn and like yeah. I was just sitting there with like a couple of friends of mine watching it and it was just kind of it, we just kept getting chills just knowing yeah how many people are stopping everything to watch this right yeah. now kind of like when the when Michael Jackson had his funeral like watching that live I remember my mom like we had to have it on the tv and yeah. we were watching the whole thing and it was just one of those moments like um where you just kind of gather around and just realize that you're watching history all well, together the at the same time. A lot it's of so times cool. you don't know that you're a part of history. Like you can't, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, obviously in like big, big events, you're like, oh, this is going to like be something people remember. But mm-hmm. to just know, like you said, like this is something. Yeah. I just, I mean, I, it's funny because I think sometimes like when people who are like celebrity status, pass away or something happens like people are embarrassed to show how how much like they're affected by these people they've never met Mm -hmm. but I love how people were just like so raw about like how much he impacted them I know like I feel like everyone was very open about him yeah it it definitely impact we were together in Australia when um my phone just started blowing up I got texts from like six people um because I've always been just like a really big Lakers fan but especially Kobe and um and I've told an embarrassing moment about like an encounter with him in the grocery store, but I also used to watch him just like interact as a dad at the soccer practices because mm-hmm. the kid I nannied was on the same team as his daughter. And so it's just like hearing everybody talk about what a good dad he was. Like I literally probably interacted with him or watched him a couple of times, but I remember like seeing that, like yeah. he would just like run up to them and like, um, I remember he put her on his shoulders and it was her birthday. So he was singing Aww. like a birthday song to her. And like people are like walking up and saying what's up to him. And and he was still so like sweet and like would say what's up to everyone. But like never taking his attention and like his affection like from her. Away from her. That's um, beautiful. And I just like I just love that like sometimes I feel like when people pass away and then all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, they were such an amazing person. And you're like. Well, that's not how you felt like before. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But like with him, it's like he genuinely was like such a good dad. And yeah. so I love that everyone's been really like highlighting that about him. Mm-hmm. Not just like 
the change he did to like the game of basketball, but like how he was just like such a loving father. I think it's really cool. Yeah, I thought they did a great job. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah. Anywho, but yeah, that's like I feel like that's the thing that stood out the most about recently. How about you? Anything? Uh, probably my cheat meal. <laughs> you know what? That was a very worthy. It was a big moment. moment. It Thank was a you big for sharing moment. it with us. No, yeah, I'm glad. Um, I just wanted to say, I mentioned this to Ash in the cart. I feel like I've been getting a lot of like, or seeing a lot of DMs or emails of people being like, hey, just found your podcast. And mm-hmm. I cannot tell you how excited I get. Like, so excited that, like, pe- like new people are coming. Obviously, our OG UA fans will forever have a place in our heart. Mm. But it's just exciting to know, like, more people are coming and they're like, I'm binging. I'm, I just got to the October series. You know, yeah. like, stuff like that. It's, like, so fun hearing that. Yeah. Speaking of series, Taryn and I have been talking a lot recently about different series ideas that we would possibly want to have in like the upcoming months and I'm super excited for some of them but would also love your guys's opinion so if you guys follow us on social first of all if you don't follow us on socials just follow us just do it now yeah (laughs) save yourself some time you might as well just do it now Um, tell them names and then DM us and let us know um just topics literally like top three topics that you would like us to discuss um so that we could like put that in the mix of serious topics that we could do if you're watching us on youtube right now comment them below if you are listening to us right now like just send us an email or dm us on insta and let us know you could even tweet us go on the facebook page tell us what you want to hear we would love your opinions um just so we can like narrow it down and actually get the ball rolling and create these so yeah um we're very excited for this kind of stuff i love i love series and getting you guys involved in it so totally that's gonna be really fun something fun Um, to look forward to you know, it was exciting. What? This literally was the first time where you've mentioned YouTube and my stomach didn't drop because I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah, guys, Karen's I'm, really been picking uh, it up. Mark, I've, the video's already up. It was up like right after yeah, Karen. we posted. <laughs> Thank you. I just want to say I have a system now. Um, it is like a time consuming thing. And I think that's why I was always like, oh, shoot. Yeah, I'll do that later. But. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel guilty. I was like, yeah, they are watching us on YouTube because yeah. we on the YouTube. <laughs> uh. Um, So, yeah, we are probably going to head into our story time right oh, about now. It up. Oh, us. you want to do it now? Yeah. I'm going to do it super quick. It's super short. Um, And then we can yeah get into it. Um, So this one, it's like not funny. It actually is one of my like biggest fears. But um, it's kind of like one of those things where you're like this poor girl. So. This, she says, my short little story from England. Hi, I'm Shannon. So basically, I work in a supermarket in the clothes department and usually work alone from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Mm-mm. I could never. Mm-mm. I could never. In like a giant store? No. I used to work at the hotel that I always tell you guys about. Oh, yeah. And there was, I would always end at 11 and someone would come in from 11 oh, to no. 7. Absolutely not. And I always looked at them and I'd always be like, what do you do? That's when... The a bad hotel? people come out. That's what my dad By used yourself. to tell me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He'd be like, you can't drive because that's when the crazy people are out. That's when all the creepy devils come out. You can't. Yep. Lock the oh, doors. Oh, you can't. Lock the doors. <laughs> you can't. Um, I did it once. Hated life. Anyways, no, continue. Absolutely not. 
Um, during these hours, the store is closed, so it's pure silence in my half of the store. Again, absolutely not. I'm working delivery in the warehouse cage, the place where we keep stock, and I'm pushing with freaking force two closed ra- rails down the aisle, which was a mistake. The shelves start to wobble, and I'm like, what is that? I turn around, and two, not one, but two mannequins fly towards me. <laughs> Let's just say the employees and managers in my store now send me gifts of mannequins daily. I'm naming these mannequins Tony and Jeff. They're now a part of my work routine. I, that is my nightmare. I don't understand how to. Okay. Two- so she's pu- pushing racks and it must have like caught something on a shelf or something. So she heard a noise behind her and she turned as two mannequins were like falling onto her. Got it. Okay. I would have di- I would have died. Ashley knows I'm scared of mannequins. They I'm, I feel like freak most people are. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't look at them for too long. And now there's those viral videos of like the people in those suits and then they start like walking towards people. I can't, I literally would die. I think yeah. I would fall over and die. Yeah. It's really bad. It's really bad. Imagine having two mannequins I fall towards you. I could not. In a silent warehouse store. Yeah. How is she alive? I'm I mean <laughs> Okay, Ashley's speechless. They were just, I mean, she's she's alive. We're happy for her, for well, life. Okay, Shannon, I can. I am here with you, and I understand your fear, um, because mannequins are freaking scary. Terrifying. Anywho, uh, so we will take a break. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to give us your title? Yes. Uh, the title for this one is The One Where Jealousy Wins, We Were on a Break. Friends reference. Very big we friends were on reference. A break. Also, who's excited for whatever is coming out with oh my friends gosh, I know. reunion thing? I hope they don't ruin it. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it, it doesn't necessarily mean a, an episode of yeah. something, but like someone said it, it was could a series be. though. It could like, be. I don't know if it would be, but yeah. it could be. Interesting. Yeah, epic. Did you see how much money they're making each? That's ridiculous. Anyways. Break. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. And they offer great prices on new release hardcover fiction, much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free and it's super fun. Books are delivered in a bright blue box. A fun app to pick your book and track reading process is available. And they have reading challenges with rewards. My December read was so epic. It was called Butcher and Blackbird. And let me just read the little sentence they give you that totally sold me. Serial killers need love too. Don't take our word for it. Read this biting, steamy, and edgy murderers to lovers tale. Like, come on. Like, it totally sold me. If you guys would like to check out Book of the Month, just head on over to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join Book of the Month. For a limited time, you can join and get the first book for just $5. Just use code unsolicited. 
Again, that's bookofthemonth.com, code unsolicited. Happy reading. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, again, I already left you guys with the title, but the title is Once More, The One Where Jealousy Wins, We Were On a Break. She, uh, it's a she. (laughs) I gave that away. Uh, She starts off with, hi, ladies. Hello. Hi. I'm going to start off like everyone else and gush about how much I absolutely love your podcast. I just finished binging and I'm finally caught up. And I have to say, I haven't found another podcast that makes me as genuinely happy and excited as yours. Uh, Honored. You ladies have done an amazing job and have grown so much through this process. Thank you for letting us listeners slash viewers... YouTube crew. Yep. Uh, for being You're a part welcome. of that. Girl. Girl. That means so much. Thank you. That was really nice. Now into the juicy stuff. I would love to stay anonymous. <laughs> I highlighted that. <laughs> I underlined yeah. it uh, for this letter. But you can call me Rachel. In, Rach. In uh, parentheses, she puts, thought it was fitting as my title is a friend's Okay. Quote. I was just going to say this girl's obsessed yeah. with friends. I was and like, we okay, love her. Right. The same. Uh, she continues. I'm 24. And I like to think of myself as happy, more shy, but also a social person when the occasion arises. And I've never felt more understood Mm -hmm. by a sentence because the uh, 100% Rachel, that is me. I, I, (laughs) I am a shy person like by nature, but I do lean more towards the outgoing and there's no word, there's no category for us. We're just literally right in the middle. We're introverted extroverts. I feel like there's no like, you can't anticipate it either. Mm-mm. Like there's some situations where I'm like, oh dang, Ash, like you're super like loud and like yeah. center of attention. And there's other times where it's like something that I'm like, oh, this isn't a big deal. And you're like shut off and quiet. So yeah. it's like, that must be like weird to go it's, into things. For I mean, just to give Rachel... Or if people don't understand what Rachel meant by that, to like give them a little background, it's it is it's weird. Like you just wake up one day feeling like, bam, here we go. I am on top of the world, and I want all of the attention. So and there's it, other days where I'm like, I'm gonna sit in the corner, don't look at me. Do you know at the beginning of the day what it's gonna be like, or is it sometimes like you walk in a room and it just hits? Um, it's just like it's a mood. I mm. always say moods. Maybe someone could yeah think of a better term to use it but like sometimes I walk into a room and I feel super confident and I'm just like let's go and then there's yeah. other times where I'm just like mm, no not today <laughs> nah, not good. today yeah 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 that's so, interesting it's interesting learning about oneself anyways I digress from me <laughs> back to Rachel she says I would be definitely classified as an introverted extrovert with a dash more on the introverted side Recently, I feel I've been struggling with a few different core aspects of my life, work and relationships, and I think these struggles coincide with each other. But today, we're just going to focus on relationships. Work struggles can wait for the next letter. <laughs> work struggles can wait for the next letter. There we go. Yeah, girl, you don't have to write us just once. 
Um, okay, she continues. I know that a very common topic that's been talked about in 2020 has been self-confidence and being our best individual selves. I feel, for the first time in my life, that my self-confidence is at an all-time low. I've never been one for low self-confidence slash self-esteem. I've always been complacent with who I am and where I'm at in life, but something has shifted and I'm not sure how to address. I like to think of myself as the hopeless romantic. Romantic movies, books, songs, anything Disney princess related. I like to think of myself as Princess Anna from Frozen. Yeah, Princess Anna. Oh my God. I think my brain blanked. <laughs> I was like, where is that like, from? What? Princess Anna. Princess Anna. I read it Anna. That's weird. That's probably why, because Anna. I think Anna. that threw me off. Okay. I like to think of myself as Princess Anna from Frozen. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Got I was it. like, ouch. I know. <laughs> it was weird. Um, I'm currently single, and the majority of my friends are happy and in steady relationships, and I am honestly very, very happy for them. I think everyone deserves to find love. But recently, I found myself becoming resentful of my friends that are in relationships, and this is not who I am. I hate that I'm becoming this person. Most times I hang out with my friends and they bring their boyfriends, leaving me to be the third or fifth wheel. Mm. Relatable. Mm -hmm. I'm surrounded by my beautiful friends gushing about all the amazing things that their boyfriends do for them, in parentheses, on the daily. And where this didn't used to bug me, suddenly hanging out with them and hearing these great and even not great things makes me extremely sad and jealous all at the same time. I then get angry with myself for feeling this way because my friends deserve the absolute best and these guys truly care about them and their well-being. It's exhausting feeling all of these emotions all at one time. I feel like I can't talk about this struggle that I'm having because I don't want to be that friend that comes off as desperate. I don't want to make them feel bad for being in a relationship just because I can't handle my own emotions. A little history for you on my love life. This past year, I dated a coworker on and off for six months and ended up getting my heart broken. In the end, I was, wait for it, she puts all caps, ghosted. Ugh. Ugh. Barf. Gross. <laughs> Lesson number one, you can't ghost people that you work with. Yes. Uh. <laughs> Especially people you dated for six months. Um, can it, yeah, wow, that was poor timing on, on that person's part. Yep. Um, Long story short, not long after he ghosted me, he became engaged to someone else, and I found out that I was actually the rebound girl, and he was seeing her while we were on a quote-unquote break. And even before I met him, insert Ross and Rachel, <laughs> we were on a break joke here. Every time I see him, it breaks my heart. I'm having a really hard time moving on, even though I know it's best and we, that we're not together. He wasn't the one for me. I'm always having a hard time meeting people to date outside of work. I vowed to never date within the workspace again yeah. unless he turns out to be Prince Charming a with move. a Costco badge. <laughs> that was cute. Um, I'm sure he's out there somewhere waiting in a bookstore, and I'm sure I'll find him. But in the meantime, I would love your advice on how to rid myself of all of the anger and jealousy that has been slowly building in my heart and how to open it up for someone new when the time comes along. Thank you for reading my letter. Just getting all of these feelings onto paper makes me feel so much better already. Any advice you could give is welcome. Thanks again. You guys are honestly the best. XOXO, Rachel. I think it is so interesting 
how I think most of the letters that I've been reading lately, but even from the very beginning, they've all said, thank you so much. But even if you don't read this, writing it out has helped. Oh my gosh. So many. Common denominator so many. from the very beginning of this podcast. Dude, is literally my name with saying, that too. Yeah. Like, hey, even if you don't read this, this was super therapeutic and helpful for me just writing it out. And I'm always why we like, always say to write a letter. Isn't people, that interesting? It's, therapeutic. it's yeah. like, I think we know that, but I don't think we really give it enough power. Like, I don't well, think we realize how powerful it is to get your thoughts yeah. out of your head, you know? And I think too, like, I don't know about you, but like, well, I feel like everyone, when you're, when you're thinking about something, it like spirals, right? So mm-hmm. like you're thinking about a situation, but then like that feeling makes you start thinking about this and then you're thinking about that guy and this and this and this. And it becomes like overstimulating to where you're just like, oh my gosh, this situation is too big. I can't handle it. Yeah. But like if you're sitting and writing, like your hand can only go so fast and you have to make like a fluid sentence, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like all of the noise channels into your pen and is like, which word comes clearing next. it out. Yeah. And then I think that's where sometimes like you really read it back and you're like, oh, like, yeah, that's the thing that's been bothering me. Yeah. And then it doesn't seem as big. Like when you see it on a paper and you're like, I couldn't even fit it into one page. But yeah, yeah. I spent hours talking about this. Or like, vice versa. Like you've been downplaying it in your head for so long and uh-huh. then you finally read it on paper and you're yep. like, that's a real That's a big deal. Problem. Yeah. No, yeah. it's like you never know Mm-mm. what's going to happen. And there's so many freaking exercises you can do. There's I've done one where like um you write what you think the other person is saying. So mm. like you literally write from to their yourself from their perspective. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. I've done one where like you put music on and you write with your left hand because it like your brain has to focus differently. Uh-huh. Like there's so many things that have to do with just getting a pen and like letting it out. It's you know? interesting. Yeah. I think I need to start journaling we need to again. Work on that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I really sitting here do. thinking of all the times I could have mm-hmm. should have done something like that. Um but yeah, back to Rachel. One, I'm really glad Look that writing it out helped for you. Taryn was <laughs> literally jotting away <laughs> all these ideas so while funny, I was speaking. Because I don't even know what half of it says, but like, it's, because when you read stories, do you feel like that when I read? Sometimes I'm like, yeah. Oh, mm, I huh. literally have felt like, a you know, in like the crime shows, the lawyers like, while yes. one's talking, the lawyer like writes down a it's note. Jotting yeah, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I felt like that I felt multiple too. times. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, why don't you start off since you got... Well, you a couple a lot of random there. things. She said she wants to meet a guy in a bookstore and immediately, what did that... Did it make you think you? of anything? Yes. I was like, don't no, meet a guy in a bookstore. Don't. He's <laughs> Have got you a seen the show? glass cage underneath. Congratulately. Be careful. Terrifying. Don't do it. Sorry, um, that was a joke. It could he could be great, but yeah, oh, he could be. So uh, that's that note. Um <laughs> great note. <laughs> Thank Favorite you. Note. Thank you. Um she already went over the no coworkers, so I'm gonna yeah. just cross that out. It yeah. never works. Yeah. I try. Uh, okay, sometimes it works. But I feel like it's like the summer camp thing. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Like when you are in, I feel like we as people, we, when we're put in a situation where we're there all the time, it's like you have to find something to like put attraction or emotion or connection into. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times it's like, you're stuck in this little aquarium tank and there's five fish in there with you. So you look at the five fish and you're like, eh, not great, but like, which one am I going to do? And then all of a sudden he becomes this beautiful, like beautiful creature. (laughs) And then you get dumped in the ocean and you're like, 
oh, like what? <laughs> like it's just like summer camp. Like I can tell that was every such a great freaking analogy. summer camp. I had a crush on someone. Yeah, and I was in love. Me and with Taryn them. have had multiple conversations. Yes. about how where when you go away on a trip with a group of people, mm-hmm. it could be a group of friends um, or coworker kind of thing, um, or, or just like volunteering for like a day. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, yeah. spending just a, a longer amount of time with yes. complete strangers causes you to, n- I mean, just actually like get to know those people Yeah, for one thing. Yeah. So you're actually like learning more about a person than you probably would have if you were like, Oh, that's true. You know, yeah, yeah, in yeah. regular life. So there is a part of you that's like, oh, well, this person's actually cooler than I thought they'd be. Mm-hmm. But especially like in work situations, yep. I think it's really tricky to trust your feelings. Yeah. Because the whole time, I and I don't mean this in a rude way, but there's there's nothing else to do. Yeah. Except talk with that person. And those, those and sometimes interactions feelings come. are so exciting yeah. it's like we made eye contact or like he walked by and he like bumped my chair and yeah. I, I know he did it on and purpose you know it makes work <laughs> you know? way much way oh, yeah. more fun anytime there's a forbidden thing too yeah. it's like yes please. so yeah. yeah i think i think <laughs> i'm not writing off dating co-workers no, no, no. period i know some people that but got like married. if you yeah. like the co-worker and you feel like something's there maybe take him or her out with a group of friends first before committing. Yes. <laughs> you know. To put that so politely. Go back into the ocean before yeah. you commit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um I think one of the things she said, I'm glad I wrote notes because literally after that tangent we just went on, I'd yeah. be like, what are, are we, we talking about? What are yeah. we doing? What's today? I think like um she talked she said something about and you can correct me if I'm I'm right. saying this wrong. Um Something about like how she feels guilty for feeling the way she does of like being jealous or when her friends are always saying stuff. She's like, I feel bad when I feel jealous because they deserve this. And I just wanted to say like, those are two completely separate things. Mm -hmm. Like you feeling jealous or getting like negative emotions that come up when you see someone else with someone, like that's not a personal thing. You're not saying that like you don't want them to be happy. You're just acknowledging that it's bringing up a desire in you that like you don't have the means to fulfill right now. And a, an extremely natural desire. And that's okay. Like yeah. I think that's the thing is like we try to like be ashamed of emotions that come up instead of just like looking them head on and being like, yeah, no, I understand why I'm feeling this way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And another thing is like this guy, it's not even the guy. Like, the guy sucks, like, obviously. But every time you're feeling those things, he's the last person you had a connection with. So he's going to keep being the one that comes up and is tied to this, like, uneasiness you're feeling. So I wouldn't look at it as much. That was something that helped me so much in getting over my ex is when I realized, like, it's not him that, like, I'm longing for. It's, like, being in love and being in, like, a relationship mm-hmm. where you like cherish and care for someone. Yeah. So it's like once you separate that, that helps too. So I think yeah. there's a lot of separating that you need to do of like, it's not personal. And also like, it's not the guy. Like think about the details about the guy, the facts about the guy, but it's saying like, oh, I miss that feeling of connection and that's something I want. And that's okay too. You yeah. know, I'll save, I'll save my other notes for later. Oh, <laughs> please continue. Um, I was just going to say that uh, I think where you're at is extremely relatable. Um, I'm 30 and I'm single, so I cannot begin to explain how many 
third wheel dates I've been on or fifth wheel dates Mm -hmm. I've been on um, because a lot of my friends are are starting to like get married and are starting to have kids. So it's like I'm hanging out with some of my girlfriends and their husbands now and I'm hanging and and it, it, it was like a boyfriend and then it was fiance and now it's husband and it's just like. I am genuinely very happy for them. Yeah. Um, I have never felt bad or angry at myself for feeling jealous of because them it makes being sense. married because yeah. that's something that I want one day. Yeah. And I know I'm going to have that one day. Yeah. Um, so I, it is normal for me to be like, God, I can't wait till we can all go out on a date with yeah. me and my husband too, you know? Um, and there's nothing there's nothing bad about that yeah, in any no, I way. Um, I would agree there was a lot of like awkward moments where I would just, you know, they'd all be like lovey-dovey and I'd just be straight chilling. Let's see what's on Instagram. Myself. I'm like, well, let me take a picture of this dove. Yeah, <laughs> a dove? Sure. <laughs> Pigeon? I don't know. Like anything. Like I would immediately, I would be like, all right, I'll hop on my phone really quick. Yeah. But um, I would really try to not be angry at yourself for yeah. for simply uh, wanting to have that kind of relationship too. Yeah. And I guarantee you, I, I understand not wanting to be that person. I'm the type to not like want to talk about it either. But I guarantee you, if they're your best friends, they'll completely understand where you're coming yeah. from. If you could just be like, hey, like, listen. I love hanging out with you yeah. and I love I love the guys like I love hanging yeah. out with them so much they're like brothers to me like it means the world that you guys are so inclusive and bringing me along mm-hmm. with everything um, but can we like have just a girl's day yeah. or can we like no, that's really just have advice. a moment and like really think about if we're all gonna go as a group can we bring someone for me too like, yeah even if it's a girlfriend even if it's like a guy that you're not interested in just like another person for yeah. you to talk to you They'll understand. No, it's so true. If they're true. your best friends, then they'll be there and they'll support you and they'll probably apologize for not yeah, really thinking, thinking about, about it. that, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, I would just, I think what I would do is I would give your friends the benefit of the doubt and um, assume that maybe they, they haven't really taken the time to think about the position they're putting you yeah. in and um, then also take that moment and tell them <laughs> where right? you're at. What do we always <laughs> say? if they don't know, then they don't know. Exactly. You have to tell people how you need to be loved. Yes, like, exactly. That is something. Ash, I feel like we're starting to get like we have like our catchphrases we always say. Yeah. You know? Ooh. We should like should we write them. these down. Yeah, I think we should. Guys, write it down for us. Write it down. I'm so lazy. Uh, write it down. <laughs> Can I don't you want write it. it down for me? Because I don't want to write it down right now. <laughs> no, I think what you said is so freaking good because mm. it is like drawing those boundaries for yourself. Like yeah. sit and think like, is it always like this like do I need to just take a break where I'm not around all the time Mm -hmm. or is it like the fact that like I'm missing just that connection with my friends or that I'm not like the only one that's not in a relationship so I think like finding that what you need is like such a good thing um I totally forgot what I was where I was going well you had a last note Right. Yeah, but that I mean, it's not as well. I was just gonna say, like, because you said something about ghosting. Oh, you can't like ghost someone you work can't with. Ghost someone you work I with. I think that is like probably the worst is when someone ghosts you that you're like, I am in your life. Like, yeah, yeah. I, this is not an app. No, <laughs> I see you on the daily. You can't not respond. Yes. Yeah. And I think I've talked about it. Like, my worst ghosting was with um 
my one of my really good friends cousin some we had mm-hmm. like a fling and he got weird mm-hmm. and so stopped responding so then like i facebook messaged him he opened it like you can see these things like yeah. opened it did not respond instagram messaged him again saw he opened it did not respond snapchat oh, saw he opened it and God. i was trying to make a point right and then i like finally like texted him and was like bro like we're at, we're like friends like yeah I'm basically a part of your family. Like, you can't just decide I don't exist. Like, you don't have that right. Like, I don't even like you that much. Like, this is not a big deal. Calm down. But, like, you can't just, like, pretend. Like, I'm right here. Like, hello. That's the, 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 like, ghosting situation that I don't think I will ever understand. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, in my opinion, they're cowards. Oh, completely. So, you don't, you know, I wouldn't feel... No, and usually it's, it's like... It's hard because you, you might like them or yeah. you might have feelings involved. But, like, in retrospect, once you, like, separate yourself from those feelings, it's like, wow, douchebag. Yeah. Later, like, I don't want to wait around for you or till you figure out, like, how to get, you know, yeah. straight up just, like, how to be polite <laughs> And I people. Think, I think guys think that we can't handle rejection or something. Like, they're like, oh, if I tell her I'm not interested, she's going to start, like, crying and then she's just going to, like... Like be a puppy dog and follow yeah. me around, and I'm like, no, Bro, I have way too much pride for that. You You're gonna that say important. I'm not interested, and I'm gonna be like, neither was I, and I will go cry <laughs> by myself. Like <laughs> you will never hear about it. Like no, you won't see me cry. Yeah. Um, so Rachel, yeah. I would talk to your friends. I would too. I would uh, speak up for yourself. Let them know. Speak up for little Rachel inside yep. who might be hurting or might be feeling lonely. Like she needs someone to stand up for her and. Tell them that you need to be prioritized more. Yeah. Not in a, you know, focus on me, not your boyfriend's way, but just be like, hey, if we're going out, can we think of yeah, me by myself? Yeah. Can we bring someone else or can we have like just a girl's day? There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Um, and I know you're going to find your guy someday. Yeah. And good. I mean, I'm proud of you. I'm happy that that, that idiot's out of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gross. And I, like I said, I think I really think because she's like, how do I move on? I think that's the thing is that, is that like separation because it's not that it's not that you're not moving on. It's it's from what everything you wrote in, like you have a very present desire of wanting to be in connection and in relationship with someone. So it's not that you can't move on. That desire is just very much a part of your life, which is fine. That's nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. So just cut him out of that narrative. Yeah. Like he's not a part of that narrative. Yeah. Like I think when you start feeling yeah. yourself thinking that way, mm-hmm. I think what you kind of need to mentally do is like erase his face and just f- focus on those feelings. And yeah. Just be like, I miss being in love. Yeah. I don't miss blank, whatever his name is. Yeah. I miss that relationship. Yeah. I totally. miss the feeling of falling for someone um but yeah you know if you if you want to go memory by memory just start erasing like him yeah, from the so memory true. because it had it genuinely had nothing to do with him and if i think if you took a moment and actually thought about the time you had together he wasn't that great so yeah you don't miss him still, you miss the feeling yeah like i still to this day will think about something and have this like oh i miss <laughs> but we dated like nine eight nine years ago like I'm totally like we are totally different people in totally different areas of life I do not want to like 
be with him again, but I still will have like when those feelings come up, sometimes it's his face that's tied to it because he's the only person I've been in a like committed relationship with. Yeah. So when I'm thinking about dating or when people are talking about fun dates, well, the only thing I have to relate to that is like fun dates I've been on with him. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you just have to get comfortable with that, that it's like, oh, yeah, he's still going to come up because he's the last person like I've had those interactions with. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that there's still it's like him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's different. Yeah. It's just different. It it's just different. different. That it's is our different. advice that we have. I thought that was great advice. That. It's different. It's just different, okay? <laughs> um, thank you, Rachel, for writing in and for being vulnerable with us. Yes. Um, I know, I feel like a lot of people, guys and girls, can really relate oh, totally. to that story right there. Um, so good luck with everything. Um, and Taryn. Yeah. You have a story. Guess what? I Obviously, actually wrote down the title this time. Yeah, you did. I've been having a hard time with that. It's fine. Um, the title is A Traumatic Accident Changed the Way I Look. Ooh. Yeah. Intriguing. Yes. I love when we when we have topics we haven't talked about. Ooh. It's yeah. Exciting. Pumped. So let's break and get we into will, it. We'll uh, be back. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Takes long sip from Diet Coke. I'm waiting for Diet them to Coke, sponsor please sponsor me. us. It's so dumb for them not to. She literally drinks Diet Coke every day. I do. If she I could, will say, two big gulps. I, morning I and afternoon. Big gulps? Oh, like the big, yeah, yeah. Um, I will say that like I have cut down. I try to only have one a day mm-hmm. if possible because so many people are like, I'm in bed. Like, chill, gosh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just like, again, see, that's what I'm talking about with Wiener Schnitzel. Like, it's like a thing. Yeah. Like, I love it. <laughs> I see, like, the logo, and I'm like, oh, my people. You're obsessive. I am. That's what, that's, I feel like that yeah. is a good way to explain. Yeah. When you like something, you love something. Oh, I love yeah. it. Yes. All right. Okay. I'm very interested in the story, so please. Let's get into it. Get um, going. This is from Anonymous. <laughs> Wrote that down, too. Yeah. Um, Hi, Ashley and Taryn. I would like to remain anonymous, please. Y'all are so insightful, and I figured if anyone could help me and motivate me without making me feel down, it would be you guys. Aw. Isn't that sweet? I love that. Ugh, I love that. I love that you trust us. I, I hope that you know that, like, we don't take that lightly. Like, mm-hmm. we, we always try to, like, really be invested in these stories because we know these are not these are not just things that are, like, entertainment to us, if that makes sense, yeah, you know? Yeah, we're very aware that it's not content, that this is an actual human being yeah. writing us. And, like, the reason it does so well and people are so into it is because humans just crave feeling like they're not the only ones. Mm-hmm. You know what There's I mean? There's a realness so, to it. I hope you guys know that. Anyways. Um, I've never been the most confident person, but I knew I had a beautiful smile and I always took pride in it, as well as my ability to recognize the parts of me that were attractive, which is a very... Mm-hmm. It's a gift because mm-hmm. not everyone can see themselves like that. Last year, I suffered an injury 
<laughs> she puts in parentheses, that story is a tearing it up in itself, LOL. But she doesn't tell, so I'm very oh, curious. I want to Maybe know. she can give us like an update later. But I like that she doesn't put that because that's like not the focal point, you know? Mm-hmm. So she suffered an injury that caused my smile to look completely different. The healing process of only being able to eat soft foods and being constantly aware of the pain inside my mouth made me pretty depressed for a few months. I don't want to self-diagnose myself here, but, um, but use depressed for lack of a better term. Eventually, the pain went away, and I was just grateful none of my teeth had fallen out which is what I thought was going to happen when the incident occurred. Ashley's like, oh my God, I can relate. Stressful. Do you want to tell them who Tina was in case they're just listening? Oh, I've just, I've broken a tooth before and have had to have it rebuilt a couple times. Which I think people don't understand. Like that's a, like it's a painful and long process, right? Yeah. I mean, and I'm I'm sure mine was nothing compared to hers, but I just got my tooth knocked out. Yeah. Yeah. in the one you know summer that I tried sports and um yeah just like the nerve was exposed and having to get it redone and having to like keep track of it as like my big teeth grew in and even just getting older like Mm -hmm. it's it's a lot so if you have more than one or if it was like an actual traumatic event not just a softball to the face like I couldn't imagine yeah it's a lot gosh yeah also can we just talk about like teeth pain no the worst. Oh, teeth Dentist, pain? Teeth pain? Ugh. No, absolutely not. Chills. I'm currently okay. <laughs> looking for it. I just a... got full yeah. body chills thinking about <laughs> it. <laughs> it makes sense though. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm currently looking for a dentist that gives you that gas that knocks you out a little bit because yeah. I... <laughs> I can't. What I choose is just not to go. And then I go in and they're like, hi, you have like hi, you five have root canals. And I'm like, no, I'm going to choose death. Thank you. <laughs> Then, so she says, uh, just to recap, so the the pain went away, grateful none of her teeth had fallen out. Um, Then the kids I work with began pointing them out. And I just want to say that is a very hard thing about working with kids. Kids are the worst. They will call you out on anything because they don't have filters. Completely unfiltered, yeah. Yeah, I remember I got a new haircut and I was all excited about it. And I went in and it was like, Miss Taryn, why you look like a boy? Or like... (laughs) You have a baby in there? Like, they don't, because they don't know. So I can totally see being like, what? You know what I mean? So innocent, but still. Um, So the kids were asking me why my teeth look funny and that sort of thing. This is when I became aware of just how different they looked. I was self-conscious of my teeth at first, but what really sent me into absolutely despising my smile was seeing candid pictures of myself smiling or catching a glimpse of my teeth in a mirror. Now, every time I laugh or smile, I can't help but think about how everyone around me can see my weird-looking teeth. I have tried to remind myself that this is what I look like now, and while I may not be used to it, my friends and family still love me and don't see me as anyone but myself. However, that doesn't stop me from feeling gross every time I look in a mirror. Don't like the word gross. Um... How do I find love for my smile again? How do I embrace my situation in the best way possible? Even if this never gets read, thank you guys for being an outlet just to get this off my chest. What you do is truly inspiring and makes me feel less alone in my own personal dilemmas. Love, Anonymous. (sighs) I know. That breaks my heart. This is when I'm just like, I wish we could just have you guys come in here and tell us your stories. Because, <laughs> um, like, it's just heartbreaking hearing, 
honestly, the parts that always break my, like situations are always like hard to hear, but it's when there's those sentences that reflect like what they're really feeling inside about themselves, that's when it it hurts the most. Yeah, and I think coming to terms with something that's changed, whether it's within you or Mm -hmm. physically, like how you look has got to be one of the hardest things to deal with. Um, because it's, it's, it's easy to like change how you view someone else, yeah. like, you know, help watching someone else go through something and, and not your love, not wavering for them in any mm-hmm. way is like an easy thing to do. But when it's directed at you, I feel like everything's harder when it's directed at you. No, it's so true. Um, and this is one of those things where it's like, I feel like I could give advice on this, but if I was in that situation, I feel like I would still feel how you feel. So I think it's very important that you understand that those feelings are valid and they're real and, and it's normal that you're feeling them. The fact that you're even struggling with this is such a real normal thing to be dealing with. Um, It sucks that the kids (laughs) have to be like that, but hopefully that maybe even brings like a, maybe like a lighter side. Yeah. Um, but I think what's, and I, again, I feel like I have no experience or any, in any way to advise on this, but I feel like I would have to start looking at myself every single day and telling myself that I love my smile because yeah. I don't think this is something for me. And again, this is just what I would have to do in that situation. I don't think I'd be able to change how I think overnight. No. Oh my God. It's so this not would an have to be, thing. Yeah. And I've talked, I've said stuff like this in the past. Like, I think this is something that you would have to actively have to make yourself do every morning or or every evening or whenever you start feeling like it, if you have to run into the bathroom Mm -hmm. to do it. But I would start, I would start with, I love my eyes. I love my nose. I love my lips. I love my smile. I love my teeth. I love this specific tooth. Like I love seeing me smile because that means joy and I and my yeah. smile means like happiness and laughter and love and and I should show it and th- like talking to yourself that way over a long period of time I think is going to be extremely helpful yeah in this situation um and like just saying it out loud I don't think you should just think that in your yeah. head but um, f- like physically looking at yourself in the mirror and saying you were beautiful. Yeah. And the joy on your face right now when you smile is beautiful. Yeah. And um, it would be devastating to have to feel like you have to hide that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I can relate to a small portion of this um, because I was very, very insecure about my teeth growing up. Um, I think I mentioned like I did get bullied a little bit and that was one of the things unfortunately they grasped onto because it was something that I don't know I was just embarrassed of like I had crooked teeth we didn't like have the money for braces you know what I mean and it was never something I like really fought to get as a child Um, but I remember like I I was very insecure about things and I would focus on it and and then like but people would always make comments like oh my gosh you have such a good smile and I would be like what are they they're just saying that because they feel bad for me you know like things like that and then I remember um when I started dating my ex he was like I love your smile like I love your crooked teeth like they're so like it's so cute and I remember like I started shifting the way I I thought about it Mm -hmm. and then that really bothered me 
You know what I mean? Like, I was like, why do I have to have someone else tell me that this feature is beautiful or cute for me to for me to like change literally within like a moment of hearing like a guy I was obsessed with say like I like your crooked teeth all of those years of me like beating myself up and hiding my smile and crying when I got made fun of it was like oh no yeah like I'm gonna own this and that really bothered me yeah because it shows how much like our own what we tell ourselves is so defined by like what other people think yeah and that's been something that's been like on my heart a lot lately and like um I want to speak more about that I'm thinking about like doing something on my Instagram or something because like I think that there is such a powerful thing that comes from like you shifting and and being like the only opinion that matters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just wanted to say that like I I can relate especially to the teeth and and how prevalent that is like every smile, every time you talk, every whatever, you know, is like really hard. Um but as far as like having a a major change with like your appearance, especially your face, that is such a like a deep thing and it's something that people have struggled through. Um but I, when I was researching, I wasn't finding too many resources for what to offer. Cause like Ash said, I, I felt very like, I'm not qualified to like attack this, but I did find an article that Oprah did, which it's Oprah. So it has to mean queen everything. Um, and, and I just want to, I just want to specify this article was specifically trying to help women who have aged. So their face has changed from like what they, used to look like and how to like accept that change so I definitely like rewrote a lot of this to apply to you anonymous but I I liked some of the principles she used so um one of the things she said the first thing was um about changing your perspective so like instead of it being like an uh uh-oh moment like an uh aha moment and um saying like the first step towards making any change in perspective is acknowledging and confronting the issue so again being honest about the fact that like I'm having a hard time with this and like talking to people about it I think sometimes when you're insecure about especially like a physical attribute you don't talk to anyone about it because you don't want to draw attention to it yeah I don't know if you can relate to that no yeah um I have a very gummy smile and I hate it and I I um if I if you get me laughing like if you're funny like if you're a really funny person this is kind of like the telltale yeah (laughs) like if you are not funny, you get a very pretty smile from me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's very even. My lips are straight. Like, it's very yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're funny. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that funny. Uh, but if you're hilarious, I cannot control yeah. my gummy smile from showing yeah. up because I'm laughing that hard. So I remember, like, I used to, like, cover my mouth when I laughed yeah. because I was just like, I mean, you saw my entire, my skeletal, like, yeah. <laughs> like you know what I mean like it was like yeah very pink yeah yeah, and then teeth you know yeah um and I just remember (laughs) I remember like always covering my mouth and then just like realizing I was like you know what if they got me to laugh like that they deserve to see my my gummy smile and all of its glory um see and that like for me like when you're when I see that smile I'm like so excited because I know you're like you you got me well and it's just like you're such a like you do you don't have control and you just (laughs) show like all of the joy that you have (laughs) yeah and so I think it's like the cutest thing ever but um 
but yeah, like anonymous, this should make you feel like not like everybody has like yeah. And I do not something. mean to compare mine no, no, to no. hers, but. but it's good to like remember that like we all have stuff. Like everyone's thinking about themselves and like what they look like, and oh my gosh, is this being noticed or whatever? It's almost you know what's crazy. It's almost like I feel like everyone's so focused on themselves that we don't even notice each no. other's. No, and I've tried so hard to do it. So I sing, right? And I'm uh-huh. so hypercritical about how I sing. Like, if I slightly go, um, like, sharp, I'm, like, so upset with myself after. If I, like, mess up on a lyric, I'm so upset. And so the whole time I'm singing, I'm so focused on, like, oh, my gosh, everybody's noticing how bad I did, like, blah, blah, blah. And then I have moments where I'm like, okay, when I am sitting in a crowd and I'm listening to someone sing, I'm not thinking like that. Like, yeah, maybe every once in a while I'll be like, ooh, like that was a weird note. But then I'm like, I'm just involved in the experience and I'm like, oh, she's killing it. And I feel happy for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or him. So it's like we are so like it's like we wish I wish we could just switch perspectives and be Mm -hmm. like see ourselves through other people's eyes because guaranteed most of the things we're insecure about no one even notices yeah i guarantee no one noticed i'm sure most people like die when they see me laugh because i'm like crying and no it's like the cutest thing and i'm like it's just like a mess (laughs) but like it's part of me and like i guarantee you i'm i'm and i know i really understand that you your face has changed but it would be so interesting to for you to be able to see yeah how probably most people aren't no focus on it in any way or that people have already moved past that and see the beauty and like and your new accepted smile. that as yeah you, that's yeah. you now you know and yeah that's that's hard yeah um so uh so she goes on you would be surprised to hear how many women are reserved in acknowledging that their looks bother them like they don't talk about it the first mm-hmm. step allows us to um our own honest feelings about our changing looks or so like the change you went through and see clearly through the thoughts or things that could cloud our vision, which I loved that, like just talking bluntly about it. Um, Then she goes on, she had like a cute title about the only mask you should wear should be made of honey and yogurt, like, you know, like a face mask. But she goes into this of like coming out of hiding from um, beliefs or actions that disconnect us from what we really feel. So take off your mask, let your face grow into becoming who you are. Masks are brittle and fake. Stop hiding. Take a look and see your own beauty. And I loved that of like, she's probably already developing um, mechanisms. Like you said, like you would cover your smile or like you would probably hide certain angles or not post certain pictures. So like not hiding behind that and just like coming into like, no, like this is beautiful. These are things I like love about myself and I'm not going to try to like live a life where I'm like protecting people from seeing it because I think people are so attracted to just confidence and like people who are genuine that Mm -hmm. that's going to be something that attracts people to you instead of you being like not smiling or hiding behind you know what I mean Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah um Another thing she said is talk back to that internal dialogue. So it's easy to hear your inner voice, but not easy um, when the words are like you look blank. So like the things that you tell yourself, uh, maybe it's time to start saying shut up to the voices that get in our way. Listen to where these voices are coming from and pay attention to that. Um, You'll be able to hear that they most often come from your past or from what others have said. 
Um, sometimes they resonate with the voices we hear coming from even like television or radio. So like what like what are the things you're telling yourself um, and where can you trace it back to? Because like guaranteed they're not things that are truthful and they're not things that like sh- you should be giving power. You know what I mean? Power to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing was saying goodbye is hard to do. So this one was kind of like we talk about this all the time, like where you have to kind of like let go of your idea of what you had so that you can accept what you are now. Um, so saying goodbye to like, even like what you, you maybe previously look like so that you can detach your sense of attractiveness to that and start to like narrow down your definition to make for room for like a broader view of like what is beautiful. And I think it's something that like, it takes a long time, but it's something that like, needs to happen you know what I mean like you need to like be able to step back and not be like comparing yourself to like what you did look like but being like this is what I look like now these are the way my these are my teeth these are the features I have and like I need to like push past that and give myself that like love and comfort that I have um and then I would just like walk into it like tell me if somebody asks you like oh like why do your teeth look different oh, I, this happened to me. And so like, I have some changes or like start just like smiling even bigger, like at pictures, you know what I mean? Like walk into it of like today I'm making a choice to not let myself get in my own way. Like I am beautiful. Um, I have my teeth. I have my face. Like I have all of these things that a lot of people don't. And I have these things that like I can be grateful for. And Mm -hmm. I refuse to let it steal my definition of like me being beautiful, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, 100%. What Taryn said was absolutely perfect. And hopefully um, that encourages you a little bit. There's two more things I would like to add. I really think um, I read this forever ago and it was about scars and um, how like they're a sign of survival. And I really think that even though um, you, you probably hate the look of this scar um it's still it's still a sign that you survived something and yeah. you're strong and you came out the other side okay yeah and um I think that's something beautiful and amazing and I mm-hmm. think if, if you if people ask you about a scar or um just like something on your body it's cool to tell them the story of like yeah. how you got that scar you know yeah just like to own it and yeah. I would just be like yeah, I went through a crazy accident, but survived. And yeah. look at me now, you know, like yeah. that, you know, like I think it's these just kind of mine. like, you these know what are, I mean? Yeah. These pearly whites, these are mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good. You know, like I think it's all, of, it's all about just telling that story and people really do connect and love. No, I totally agree. Connecting over stories. So I think yeah. that's amazing. And I think it's good because, I mean, obviously teeth, you can change them. Like you can get, they have so many things you can do now. Oh, veneers? But I think, yeah, but Crazy. I think it, I, I'm saying like that that can be something that you are, you know, saving up for or maybe like your goal someday. But I would not underestimate how valuable the process is of loving yourself right where you are, mm-hmm. right in the midst of what you view as a flaw. Notice how I said you view it's a flaw because I'm sure you're just like gorgeous. And um, we didn't get a picture, which I love pictures, guys. Yeah. But um, I think like you're in a crucial point where learning to like love yourself and make your own definition of what is beautiful is so valuable. So I would definitely recommend like t- 
taking the time to like really go through this process and and try to make sure like you're forming those healthy habits and healthy thoughts yeah um while you're in this but also i really think if you have trouble um getting that kind of strength or encouragement or something like that i think it's crazy what social media is today Mm -hmm. and that you can actually pick and choose like who you follow and who you see every single day there are so many absolutely amazing people on social media that are being vulnerable that are posting things that maybe the rest of the world doesn't think is pretty Mm -hmm. or something that they've gone through and they're telling their entire story I follow a ton of people that inspire me every single day and one of the girls I found on YouTube forever ago and have followed her ever since her name is Nikki Lilly and um Basically, at like the age, I think of 11, 8 or 11, she has, um, I forget the name of the, shoot, I don't want to like ruin it, but um, basically half of her face is falling. Like, okay. So it's very slanted. I don't know the exact name. I'm not going to try to yeah, yeah, <laughs> butcher yeah. that. Um, but she's a beauty influencer and she does makeup yeah. and she does YouTube videos on how to do makeup. Yeah. And I guarantee you she was probably terrified going onto that platform because her face doesn't look like everybody else's. But she, and I know she doesn't feel, I'm sure she doesn't feel confident and pumped up every single day. But man, she has this amazing story and she inspires me daily. Yeah. And she's in like high school. Yeah, that's um, awesome. She's doing so much with it. And I think she's gotten to meet like a lot of people because of it. Yeah. You know, so it's really interesting. That is the thing. Like, we've got to stop giving our body parts, like, more credit than they deserve. Like, a leg is a freaking leg, and you use it to walk. Like, teeth are freaking teeth, and you use it to eat food. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's there's certain things, and I get why we tie it, because our our society is just so jacked up. But it's like, every, like, my my leg and everyone else's looks different. Yeah. All of us look different. Yeah. Even all the models that we're striving to be, they all have things that are different about them. And our bodies like are gifts to us. And so it's like, we've given so much power to like, when I look at my leg, I don't see like, oh, I'm so glad I have this healthy leg that gets me everywhere. I see like, I freaking hate those dimples. Like Mm -hmm. I hate the fact that I have that vein that's showing or like that I can't fit it into like, this size or I would never wear shorts because my leg's going to jiggle. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like we we have got to stop giving so much power to these things and just create our own freaking dialogue and tell yeah. ourselves, like, we are beautiful. We have so much worth and we just need to step into it. So, girl, anonymous, I'm yeah. talking to you, but I'm talking to myself, too. Yeah. Like, we just all we need to just start a movement where we just realize, like, there is no definition. It's a, it's something, it's a title that we have the power to give ourselves. Yeah. So I'm saying 100%. Right now, say it with me, Anonymous. Say it with me, everyone. I am beautiful. I am beautiful. Just the way I am. Just the way I am. And that's it. I'm going to s- start telling myself that every single day. Every you should single too. morning. Oh, away, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thank you so much, Anonymous, for being vulnerable yeah, with us no, and sharing I it. I guarantee you multiple people got a lot from that Mm -hmm. I feel inspired because of it um and I can't wait to see I think I'm excited for you to see who you inspire because of your story oh my gosh yeah it's gonna be incredible yeah um well (laughs) 
Those are our stories. Thank you guys so much for sending them in. Guys, if you have not written us yet, but you have had this gut feeling that's been telling you, hey, you should write in about this story or you should write in about that relationship or you have this problem going on. Maybe they could help you with that. Guys, we can't help you if you don't tell us about it. So please send us an email at what's the email called again? Advice unsolicited pod at gmail.com. And if it's hard for you to write in, don't think about yourself. Think about the people that you could potentially help Mm -hmm. because I'm telling you, our emails are flooded with, I know this situation wasn't about me. This wasn't my story, but you guys helped me so much or that person helped me so much and inspired me. Mm -hmm. So really, we're about a big movement. Yeah. Um, Helping each other. Yes. So follow us on our socials. Get excited for our upcoming episodes. We have an exciting guest coming next month. Also, don't forget to leave series requests. Topic requests. Oh, oh, oh. See, I heard Siri, like the phone Siri, so I got confused. Got it. There are um, yeah, what? Yeah, if you guys want us to have themed episodes and stuff, let us know what's interesting. Please. And that's about all we have for you. We love you guys so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.